five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. It's time for us to get into what we call visual digital. Um, uh, every Monday here on Five Nights, I get to hang out with uh, leading creatives in the South African entertainment industry. And tonight I've got Didi Ntlekuno, who is an actress, a performer, a singer. Do you still do you write music? You still write music? You know, you I kind of do okay, write music. songwriter, mm. um, producer in the making, wholesome human being, and energy ball. Welcome to Five Nights. How do you do? I think that's the calmest intro I've ever done. Because I'm trying to maintain. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you maintaining? What up, what up, what up, what up? I knew like you're going to break people's <laughs> people's eardrums. Yo, guys, I, I am loud, okay? I'm super loud. You you know I'm loud. You listen to Five Nights, like, what's up with that energy? Smash for the babies, that's what's up with that energy. Until you meet Didinkle, you're like, mm-mm. You don't know nothing about love. No, but the thing is, when I'm with you... Mm-hmm. Only when you're with me. When I'm with you, <laughs> it gets escalated. It's like, what's the level? What's the level? Oh, my goodness. Um, it's going to be wild. So we're going to get into visual digital in a bit. And, and, and I like doing this, you know, because generally, I feel like the interviews that we have here yeah. are conversations. And... These conversations need not sound like oh Q and A, Q and A. So my first my first question is, um, what are you planning to have for dinner if you haven't had dinner? I've already had dinner. All right, what are you having? What did you have? I had a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. So you had you okay? You had breakfast for dinner. <laughs> I had breakfast for dinner, dog. <laughs> And, and what's what's the what's the bread uh, brown white rye? It's brown. It's always brown though. Okay. I like I like brown bread because then I don't get constipated. You know, with white bread you get constipated. You get constipated. Um, yeah, I I know it's too early in the interview, so no profanity. <laughs> you can say she. She. You don't finish it. You can say f. Just don't say the word. Yes. But I, like, try and stay away from it. Now, now, since you made you made yourself a bacon and egg sandwich, yeah. right? How was the egg? Sunny side up? Or is it it's soft? a hard egg. So you like your eggs dead? Yeah, I don't like that like runny yolk and stuff. Where do you it think that comes from? It just makes you want to gag. Like <laughs> why don't you like the runny eggs? You know why? I grew up on a farm. Yeah. And like, when the product is coming straight from the animal, uh-huh. it's like that other taste. <laughs> just like how when you milk a car, uh-huh. the milk has that other funny taste so like i don't like it when it's runny i don't like it when it's rich i don't like it <laughs> i just like it from the store when it's tasting when it's, yeah when it's when it's dead when, yeah when it's dead one tone yeah uh if you're wondering who the energy is on the radio vibes online man didn't click know is my guest tonight for visual digital celebrating and showcasing african creativity in the visual art space um, so you say you grew up on a farm. Yeah. Where about is this farm? In um, Marines Park in Clagstall. Okay. Yes, Matosana, Maglera. Uh huh. Yes. So uh, like I'm 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 trying to imagine it. Like that means like you've got a lot of ground to roam up and down. Yeah. Is that like that kind of farm? Yes. Um, is With it livestock? Livestock. Sheep. Cows. You're woken up by you name, yeah. You know, <laughs> what time? What time? Like the birds are always there, but like, what time? What time does the cock crow? At five a.m. 
without fail. Without fail every single day. And best believe my mom would also wake us up at 5 a.m. Oh man. Every day Are your parents day. still at the farm, the same farm yes, that you grew up at? My mama, yes. Oh man, that's some crazy stuff. Yes. And how, how are they living without the fam? Because I understand you from a relatively big family. You're not the only child. Yes, so three siblings, yes. two older brothers, one younger sister. Uh-huh. She's all the way in Cape Town. They're still in next stop. I mean, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I guess when you grow up in a big family, you're so just, you kind of used to. The dynamics of having so many people mm, in mm, your nucleus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it is what it is. So you've worked on, you've worked, uh, you work on TV, you theater, work in theater, voiceover. voiceover. Um, in fact, you are always surrounded by people, like teams. You never work alone. Yes, yeah, so definitely growing up in yeah. the family. <laughs> I get you, we're on the same wavelength. We're on the same wavelength. No, growing up in a family has definitely taught me the people skills and like learning how to work in the dynamics of the team. Right. Yes. And but people are boring at times, right? I know! <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could do it on my own. But not in this industry. That's not how it is. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> yeah. Yo, every time you scream into that mic, please move back. <laughs> like, you know, I've I'm got... So, I'm so listening to yeah, just I'm like, like what's, go, what's going on with this girl? <laughs> Because, like, you know, you, you hear her talk and it's low and then next thing she just erupts. Who's that? Who's that character? Who's that the, the, the person who speaks with the American accent who just comes Wait, out when you speak with American passion? what American accent? Like, this is not the first time I hear this. but this there's, is a passion, there's a passionate American accent that just lingers. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, to stress I a s- point. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it to have fries? You know what I mean? No, is I it, Is this person you. like a... Does, do the, it's do they so have a name? It's I don't a, even okay. hear, and I don't think it's an American accent. Okay. American accent. You mean I get American accent? Did I hear in Guys, please send a WhatsApp voice note and tell me. Um, hey, I send down. Tell her to to tell. To, I mean. Tell me whether she's got an American accent or not. not it comes in and out. Joining me tonight for Visual Digital, I've got Didin Kleckuno, South African actor, um, um, dancer, not dancer, musician, songwriter, voice actor, voice actor producer. producer. I said dancer. You're, I gave you such a big title. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Would you ever? Would you ever consider dancing? I uh, mean, in a in a in a. Okay. Do you know what I do? Tell me what you do. Mondays, I do burlesque. What does that mean? Burlesque is like <laughs> a very <laughs> a very sensual uh-huh. kind of dancing where you use a prop like a box or a chair. And it's very sensual, moving of the hips and the waist and the arms. Very sexy. Yeah. Right? And then if you think, think of, when you think of burlesque, think of dancing on heels. So you are a dancer, didn't you? Tuesdays, I do contemporary and musical theater. So I was not wrong. Then you are a dancer. Thursdays, I do ballet. Then you are a dancer. Yes. So please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. But not like a pro dancer, but a dancer.
I win. I don't know what that means. <laughs> because like if they call you for a theater production and it requires you to dance. No, yeah, definitely. It's As something a, that you're going to put. For example, like in I'm, a musical. I'm doing the pantomime at the Joburg Theater later on this year from November to December and that requires dancing, singing and acting. Yeah, yes. so we definitely are talking to a dancer. Yeah. An actor. Yes. A performer. Yes. A producer. A producer. An awesome, wholesome human being. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. That's my broski. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, wait. I got I got some WhatsApps to play before we get into our visual digital conversation. Let me start with this one. It's all the way in Valcom. Valcom is close to Klexdorf, man. No, Valcom is like isn't no. that in the Free State? It is in the Free State. No, Valcom like, is not close to Klexdorf. <laughs> Valcom is Kakala. Yeah, I feel geography, guys. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yeah, he's speaking to Michael. Uh, Michael, we in Valcom? Sure, Mike. Uh, that lady. Uh-huh. Uh, that lady. No, 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 no. no American accent. That is definitely a flex top. One talo can. Yes. Maclara all the way down. One tola. What about your toes? Smash, smash for the babies. Don't be bra. That lady uh, is in studio. Don't be bra. Uh, she has a Friday vibe, may bra, and it's only Monday. <laughs> Shout out! I'm enjoying the show. Thank you. Um, yeah, she is uh, She is a vibe and I love it. Dude, let's start when your vibe started. Let's take it back. How old were you when you decided like you want to entertain people, you want to perform in front of crowds? What you've had the privilege to do, and so much so your parents supported it and paid yeah. for your school fees yeah. to go and study it at a... At a, at at a an at, 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 at Yeah, at Um At an institution of high learning, which also costs an arm and a leg. It did. And yeah, I to help them at some point. When did it start? When did the bug hit you or bite you? I think the performing bug hit me when I was 16. Definitely. I was 16. It was my first time on a stage. It was like a, a review. I was playing a security guard. And I was just like, wow, there's so many things that I'm discovering about myself. Uh-huh. And um, I want to... I want to continue the process of self-discovery more through this medium and i realized that it became less about entertaining people and more about like self-expression and generating art and then and also just being a reflection to society do you think as a middle child you were able to see everyone's world around you yes and i'm gonna be honest right And also observe everyone's world around me. And also to a certain degree, feel like nobody understands my world. Uh, so, <laughs> so you kind of like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of this person's personality. I'm going to take this. I don't want that. That is a whack trait. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to take that's that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And then, no, no. And, then, and then, what kind of sibling were you? Like, were you the quiet one? Were you the one that stood up for everyone or against everybody? <laughs> like, what, 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 what kind of sibling were you? I think to this day, I am the growing one. up. Of course, not now, because oh, okay. now it's different. We all grown ups. Yeah, we all. We all the same age now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was sensitive mm. and very like thoughtful of the other of my other siblings, and like. Very protective of my sister. Mm. Yeah, that's the last born. That's the last born. That's the baby. And the so, so, eight. so two girls and two two boys. boys. Yeah. It must have been an interesting um, 
upbringing where the boys always it was going <laughs> against the girls and the girls going no, against the boys it was an upbringing of equality uh, for real right so my parents were definitely like tell me more everybody's going to work in this house no way nobody's going to be lazy Everybody has responsibilities that they have to contribute uh. to the household. So it was definitely like my upbringing was definitely one of responsibility and discipline and yeah, hard work, but also creative expression. Like there was always music playing in the house because my parents loved music, and so I think that's how we adopted our creative talents and gifts. Dog, I gotta say, shout out to your folks, man. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to be rude to my guest because my <laughs> guest, my guest has no hone. Like I'm going to every time I see it, she's going to be loud. I'm gonna switch off the mic. Hey, I was getting my mic. Didn't you know? Is my guest for visual digital. We just had a, a, a glimpse of what it was like growing up, um, where she grew up in Clarkstop. Uh, Madlera, Madlera is a rapper though. Maglera dope boy, no? Yeah, Maglera dope boy. That's my homie right there. Yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for years since high school. Uh-huh. Um, he's always been very lyrically. He's oh, he's also like me. Always been very creative, and in performance and oral, the oral arts. Yes, yes. Uh, so. It was kind of inevitable that he was going to become a rapper. Yes. But I'm just so happy that he's become such a success, a successful one at the scale. Yeah. He's representing. I'd like to know on that topic when mm. we come back from this break. Like growing up there in that world and you are met with so many talented people around you. Yeah. Like what actually gives you guys that nudge or that self-belief to go and share your talents with the world? Because it's like us from a small town. Of course, there'll mm. be talent. Yeah. But there isn't places that... And there are no sub, like, support structures yes, from that, where I'm from for the arts. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's what we were having a conversation about, actually, that we should actually go home and create support structures and workshop and institutions to help artists, younger artists, develop their voices mm. and... You know, find, give them advice and and um, guidance as to how to go into this entertainment career mm. and uh, industry. It's a cutthroat industry it's as very well. Cutthroat, but I think to answer your question, it was just like the burning desire to self-express. Yes, and if you are an artist at heart. No matter what you do, you will always come back to mm. it, mm. and you will always have the the desire from your soul mm. to generate art and to share it. Mm. And so that's that was the case between me and uh, Maglera Boy. Yeah. And I'm very happy. He's so blessed and abundant. He's killing it. Yeah, he is killing He's it. He's killing it. He is killing it. He's currently sitting on number one on our five nights. Yeah, um, Maglera. All, all about that hip hop. Yeah, you're doing better. Just move away from the mic if you want to <laughs> express. Um, people are sending through WhatsApp voice notes and they are... Let's hear it, let's hear it, let's hear it. <laughs> no, respect. <laughs> I yo, you guys are killing me. You guys are seriously killing me. Smash, tell the other child what 21 means. My baby, 21 means 21 past 9. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so girl... You are right in terms of yes, the literal correct. the literal sense <laughs> as to why I was mentioning it. Yes, the time. But it was the synchronicity that yes. I was pointing out. Yes. 2121. So for those who don't know, 
prosperity and authority are represented by 21 the 21. number 21 yeah so she was here we we're going on break and yo it looks like we're gonna be authorities and we're gonna be prosperous so why not didn't <laughs> <laughs> um the entertainment industry is a cutthroat industry um in fact many parents are against their kids going into the entertainment uh, reasonably in- so industry and pursuing it Kate, tell us as an entertainer why is that the case and from the misinformation that exists out there what is the real information about the entertainment industry in your experience in my experience okay and i i guess because you're also in it you can add on to the conversation yeah, right yeah i feel like it is true it is a fickle industry it is cutthroat and yeah they are gatekeepers but i do feel that everyone has a space mm. i believe that mm. right other people don't but i i intrinsically believe that everyone has a space and it's really just about finding where you fit in your 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 unique natural talents what your magic mm. where you really thrive mm. and sink into that and also learning different skills from my experience i feel like the more multi-skilled you are the less likely you are to go hungry you have the capacity to uh generate more sources of income for yourself in the industry and i do genuinely genuinely believe that everybody has a space i feel like you have to adapt or die mm. so in the industry there are certain things that you have to kind of like certain skills that you have to take on like social media you know a couple of like years ago social media did not even exist and so that wasn't like a skill that actors and performers had to take on but mm, now mm, mm. you have to be privy to that you have to you have to take have an online presence and take space there mm, mm. um and instead of being discouraged by it you can find ways to be innovative you can you can think of it as a tool like you can say okay if my skill is to sing what else can i do and how else can i market myself and use it as a space to really shamelessly promote myself as an artist mm, mm. so it's not all doom and gloom mm. you just have to learn to be you have to learn to adapt or die and you have to be innovative mm. about your career and i also think um one of the reasons in my personal experience one of the reasons why it's also just not respected enough and um it's because it's not regulated yes it's this there's, there's that it's so it's not respected because there's not much regulation around it mm. there's a lot lot of exploitation um in the entertainment industry and for for the most part it's it's something that you can't protect your children from mm. as a parent and they kind of feel like mm I'm, I don't want my kids to be to in 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 an industry like that. Mm. And also there are no benefits. So all the money that you make you must save for yourself and we pay the most amount of tax and yet and we are yet not protected. We're not protected at all. But invest. Yes. I would say then if that's the situation you find mm. yourself in as mm. an artist or as an entertainer just l- become financially savvy, mm. invest your money, mm. find another form of passive income, find another way to generate uh income mm. uh look your capacity as a human being is 
boundless. Mm. Uh, just because you're an artist, you're not limited to that. Find other ways to uh, build your future and secure yourself. And mm. it's really that simple. Now, let's talk about um, what you've learned in in your journey of working in theater and working in film and TV, collaborating, the power of collaboration and what that has taught you you about yourself mm. instead of what you've learned about others. Uh, what, uh, what, what has collaboration taught you about you? Um, collaboration and collaborating with other artists has taught me about boundaries. Yes. And setting boundaries in your process of generating art. It's taught me to be open mm-hmm. to new ideas mm-hmm. and to uh, think about my capacity as an artist beyond you know, my perception mm. of what kind of art I want to make. Mm. Like, it, it made me open my mind to what the people need to hear mm-hmm. and what the people need to know. So then it, it serves a, a higher purpose as an artist. Mm. I think collaboration has also taught me that, yeah, we can't be really precious about the kind of art that we make. Mm. Uh, and we can't be like selfish about it. It's 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 supposed to be a fluid process where everyone comes with ideas, and that's what makes it even more beautiful and powerful. When everyone comes with ideas that magnifies and takes your your initial idea to another scale mm. and another level, it's about growth and expansion. Mm. And I think those are beautiful virtues to work towards mm. in your craft. So you are a sharer. Yes, definitely, and, and, and I love working with others. Yeah, sharing is caring. Sharing is definitely care. I love that. What does the future look like for you, girl? Huh, the future is looking bright. Tell us about it. Tell us. <laughs> you about know, it. with these NDAs that we oh, gotta yes. sign as well, oh, it's yes. so hard. To but like just tell us. Just tell us. Don't tell us <laughs> what it's about. Just, just tell us. Okay, let me tell you, Hori. Just keep your eyes peeled for a lot of TV work, uh-huh. music that's on the way. Uh, my own productions with my own production company um a a, a collaboration of the visual arts and my work as a performance artist that's that's it's so hard it's so hard to describe it but that's how that's what's coming up that's what's coming up baby that's what's coming up so keep your eyes peeled okay Uh what do you find on social media at d-i-d-i underscore k-h-u-n-o-u on twitter and at Didintle Kuno, that's D I D I N T L E underscore K H U N O U on Instagrams. Yeah. Some people were born to be superstars, and you are that one person. Oh, puppy! Thank I you. could say the same for you. Thank you for being the beacon of hope. Thank you for being a light of inspiration. And most importantly, thank you for using your body, soul, mind to serve as a reminder of our greatness as the African children, as we bring this African renaissance, renaissance. to life. Thank you. Bro. Ladies and gentlemen, didn't take no. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash.